It's a game day game preview here on Ref the District. Washington Commanders host the Cincinnati Bengals at 6.05. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District's game preview on game day today. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. We're Ref the District on the Believe Network. Be sure to check us out wherever you find your audio uh, podcast as we are out there. We're also here on YouTube right now for your game day preview of the Cincinnati Bengals going to Washington. It is the final preseason game, Stoner, and it is going to be largely uh, not something you're going to necessarily... There's not going to be a lot of players in this that you're going to see in the regular season. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, you know this, is, this is the game here that you tend to see the end of the roster guys fighting it out. But there was a surprise from Ron Rivera on Friday. He Mm -hmm. named Jacoby Brissett. It's going to be playing a quarter and a half. Yeah. That's surprising. I I, I thought this was going to be the Jake Fromm show. Why why is Jacoby Brissett going to be playing in this third and final preseason game here? I think there's probably a couple of things. First and foremost, that, that Baltimore game probably left a little bit of a bitter taste in his own mouth that, that he didn't like how he performed. He obviously did not have a good game. I mean, there's people out there saying, is Jake from QB two now? I mean, that's just crazy talk. He's not, but also I think the coaches saw that and they want him to be better prepared for the regular season. Just in case they're paying this guy $8 million to be a backup to come in and capably fill in if needed for Sam Howell. So he needs to be fully prepared. There's only three preseason games. Now there used to be four. So the starters, most of the starters, they're basically done for the preseason. And Mm -hmm. now it's just, uh, just guys like Jacoby who are going to go out there and play. So I think both sides coaches wanted him to get a little bit more work. And I think Jacoby wanted uh, himself to go out and get a little bit more work, but you know what? It's preseason game three. Like you said, there's going to be a bunch of guys we don't really care so much about because they won't be on this roster. And I mean that from a football standpoint. I don't mean that from a life standpoint. But it's still game day, Nathan. It's yeah. still game day. It still gets your your gets you fired up. I'm, I'm excited to see what FedEx is going to look like on a Saturday night with, uh, uh, you know, on a game three of the preseason. I'm excited to watch a game for sure. Yeah, I think that there's still a lot of exciting battles going on, and there's still going to be some other starters playing, actually, Stoner, as the interior offensive line starting unit is going to see some time there with Jacoby. So you're going to see Sadiq Charles, Nick Gates, and Sam Cosme all out there. Nick Gates talking about it as they need these reps. Yeah. How important are these reps for these three going into this game? Yeah, it's massive. I mean, reps are everything. Uh, you you can never get enough reps. I mean, you have to weigh the the risk versus reward of getting injured uh, in a in a game like that. But these guys need it. Nick Gates is new here, but you know, I said I think I said this yesterday on the Daily Commanders update is that Nick Gates would play on Mars for no money. He's that type of a football player, but he needs it. Sadiq Charles missed a bunch of practices early on in the season, and Sam Cosme is a full time guard for the first time in his life, basically. He, he, you know, is professional life for sure. And these three on the interior, they need to work on chemistry. And so I got no problem with those guys out there. And you just hope, again, you got to weigh that risk versus reward with the 
the uh, injury, the risk injury, or the injury of risk, the risk of injury, uh, you just got to weigh that. And these guys say, look, we can go out there and work on some things, and hopefully we just don't get hurt. Uh, something I do have a problem with a little bit, not okay. really, yeah. is this is the second uh, game in a row that we, we will not see the large majority, if any, of the defensive starters. Hmm. Jack Del Rio's defenses tend to start off the season slow. Yeah, they do. And not getting any kind of game reps in, does that concern you? I mean, maybe it does, but I again, I think it's that balance, that risk versus reward balance of injury because, look, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Sweat, I mean, Chase is maybe a little bit different, but some of those guys in the back, they don't need as much of the work that these other guys do. So I don't have as much of a, of a problem, but we're probably going to talk about it if they do start slowly at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Look, in that Cleveland game, the first team defense wasn't great. And then they didn't get any work in preseason game two. I, I get that's that's three. probably a little harsh as they weren't great in the sense that they allowed Cleveland to march all the way down the field. Yeah. They did have yeah. the goal line stand. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Uh, they, they held the, the they held them scoreless. The first team defense did hold Cleveland scoreless. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's right some positive. The but yes, they it was definitely bend and 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 not breaking there and and so yeah. that's good. But it, it is something that I want them to fix for the regular season so hopefully it's not something we have to talk about in there instead we are going to see the second third fourth fifth stringers mm. you know helping the Bengals decide between jake browning and trevor simeon mm. is there anything on the opposite side of the ball that you're even remotely interested in stoner nope next question no seriously <laughs> I, I don't i don't care anything about cincinnati i don't care about their backup quarterback situation i don't care about their third offensive guard, you know, all that stuff. I care about my team and I care about what happens in certain position battles. For example, with Sadiq Charles going out there and playing, what's Chris Paul going to do with the, with the second teamers or what are guys like who guys who had kind of iffy games in the second preseason game, guys like Curtis Hodges, uh, Mitchell Tinsley. Yeah. Mitchell guys Tinsley needs fighting. to show that. They're fighting for their professional lives here. Mm -hmm. Some of these guys who may be just a little bit older are, you know, guys I'm thinking of a wild goose, uh, somebody like that. They're not, they're not young guys. They're not young draft picks, mm -hmm. but they're fighting for their professional lives. And I want to see how they perform and I want to see how they battle, how they bounce back from maybe struggling a little bit against uh, Baltimore in that second game. Yeah. These, these, these end of preseason games, because there's only three now, there used to be four. Mm -hmm. This is really where maybe not necessarily roster battles are won or lost because it is only one game and they've had all this practice, but this yeah. could be a tipping scale. When you see somebody mm -hmm. out there on game day and have, you know, a, you know, earn the, the ref, the district district diamond award, mm -hmm. right? Because they just yeah. blew up. That might tilt the scale on, on positioning just a little bit. So these yeah. are kind of important for that. You had Jer Jeremy Reeves, for example, who, you know, famously now had gone on and off the roster. These are the games that kind of helped him stick around for Washington. Mm -hmm. Who is going to help themselves in this game, Stoner? Well, I tell you what, it's, it's very interesting what they're going to do at the end of the wide receiver position. I'm super uh, intrigued by by some of these guys here. I, I think we all know who the top five are if you go all the way to Pringle at five. 
And then if they keep six or seven, who's good, who's that sixth guy? Because there are some capable players there. We already talked about Tinsley and you've got uh, McGowan. Uh, you've got Marcus Kemp, who is a BNME guy who came over from uh, Kansas City. You've got the undrafted free agent, um, Casimir Allen as well. And you've got Dax Milne. And from everything we've heard about Dax Milne in camp, he has been fantastic. He's caught everything. He's He runs excellent routes. He's just not an explosive guy after the catch. But Casimir Allen is that guy who is explosive, but is not necessarily a good route runner. Not as polished, sure. He's not as polished, and he doesn't catch everything like Milne does. But last week in that game against Baltimore, and he was out there, Casimir Allen I'm talking about, was out there and made plays in the wide receiver position. That's the kind of thing that catches the coach's eyes when they see that. When they say, well, he hasn't been doing so great running routes in practice. Then he gets out there with the lights on, and he makes plays. And Mm -hmm. that weighs, that's a lot of weight uh, added to his case to the coaching staff. So I look for guys like that, uh, Casimir Allen and Dax Milne or whatever the end of the wide receiver position is. Yeah. Dax Milne, Dax Milne's actually banged up right now. So this is really a big opportunity for Casimir Allen. It's interesting that you mentioned Pringle is kind of a lock for the roster because we haven't really seen too much from him, but I, it is, he's kind of long considered somebody who's just going to fill out that fifth, wide receiver spot behind mm-hmm. uh, Dami Brown. Tinsley is the guy who I think is going to bounce back big. I, I think that Jake Fromm really likes targeting Tinsley. So I do expect him to catch the passes that are thrown his way and have yeah. a big game. I'm even going to bold prediction. Oh, I'm going to put him at over a hundred yards of receiving wow. this game. Wow. That is bold. Because if we were doing dollar dollar, I'd be taking that. Back. <laughs> He's yeah. not going over a hundred, but by cool. and large, another battle at the end of the, the roster here mm-hmm. is your running backs. It's yeah. Most people consider Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, and Chris Rodriguez kind of the locks is the one, two, three. Yeah. But you have guys like Jonathan Williams, Derek Gore, Jarrett Patterson, yeah. all trying to vie to maybe unseat the rookie yeah. who Eric Benemy really likes. And we've seen some good solid burst from. Yeah. So what's that roster battle looking like going into this game here with Cincinnati? Well, I think that's why we were really surprised that they drafted a running back, even though it was in the sixth round, because they did have capable guys on their roster. They did have Jonathan Williams and Jarrett Patterson already on their roster, capable dudes. And then you bring in a Derek Gore off the street, and he's been super impressive, relatively speaking, in camp so far. So that's a huge, huge battle. And if Chris Rodriguez is your draft pick, you're probably keeping that draft pick because you don't want to just go out and already say, well, our draft pick didn't work out. Uh, This staff, if you look at all their draft picks, just about every single one of them is still on this roster, Mm -hmm. whether they even deserve to be or not. Some guys are maybe a little, little iffy on that, but this staff likes to keep their draft picks. So they're keeping Chris Rodriguez. I'm pretty sure. Are they going to keep a fourth guy? on the 53 man roster, probably not on the 53, but you're definitely going to see a couple of those names on the practice squad. Interesting Mm -hmm. enough, JP Finley had an interview with Jarrett Patterson, who is a ref. The district favorite EP is uh, Mm -hmm. loves herself. Some Jarrett freaking Patterson 
to me, I don't know if you heard that uh, interview, Stoner, but he talked about how he it's a lot of heart. And we that's one of the reasons why he's a fan favorite. Yeah. But he talks about, hey, if I don't make it here, I know I belong in the league. Mm-hmm. Writing on the wall for Jarrett Patterson. Oh, is that what saying that? It, it seems like to me mm-hmm. anyways, it seemed to me like he kind of felt feels like he's on the outside. But yeah. it, he's like, it doesn't matter if they don't keep me here. I'm going to go somewhere and I'm going to show that I belong in this league. Yeah, I think so, because th- these guys know they they know who gets the one reps and who gets the twos reps every single day in practice. They know they know what's going on. And as you said, the writing is probably on the wall for Patterson. Does he want to come back to the practice squad again? This will be what the third straight year he'd be a practice squad. Guy he did. He actually got named to the 53 man roster in 2021, but, uh, but, but he got demoted down the practice squad yeah. and everything yeah so he's been up and down and, right on and the edge I, I hope he just has a big game and maybe even it earns the district diamond instead of tinsley but we'll see how all that rolls out let's go to the defensive side of the ball yeah one of those positions that's kind of unsettled is who's playing behind chase young and montez sure Street. Are we going to see a lot of andre jones seventh round rookie this year kj henry has been kind of incognito Yes, that's a During good word. Pre- pre- uh, preseason. Does he finally shine here against Cincinnati? Yeah, we had a lot of hope for KJ Henry. I thought he was a, a fantastic pick. He's a leader. He's a good kid. And he's, like you said, he's just basically been invisible in camp so far. But again, he's a draft pick and he's a fifth rounder. And they're not just going to give up on fifth rounders. So I think he makes it, but he does need to kind of flash a little bit to give the coaching staff a, maybe a little. Uh, you know, a little, breathe a little bit easier saying, okay, he's good. He's learning. He's coming along because Andre Jones, a seventh rounder has basically passed him on mm-hmm. that depth chart. But there are other guys there are the James Smith Williams, the two Hills, the Obadas, uh, the guys like that, that, that are, again, they're fighting William for their Bradley King, life. Yeah. yeah. He's another guy. So that's a, that's a fantastic battle because also these guys also know, that Chase and Montez don't have contracts next year yet. Mm. And so they see an opportunity. If I can show out, then maybe they'll let Montez go and I'll be that guy because they have enough confidence in me. These are the kinds of games right here where you can determine the rest of your professional life in this league are game threes of the preseason and guys like that, that we just mentioned that really need to show out to help themselves. Well, the Washington Commanders host the Cincinnati Bengals at 6.05 here on Saturday evening. Let us know who you think is going to shine here in the comment section on YouTube. Or if you're listening to the audio version of this, make sure that you hit us up on uh, X on Twitter at Ref the District there. Uh, but until next time, uh, let's go win a ball game no matter what. Be a fan. Be a fan.